Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Independent publisher Ethos Books uh, has released six, six ebook titles, wonderful books that are free to download. All you have to do is go to the Ethos uh, website to get them. All have a Singaporean theme, loosely. And I stress very loosely, uh, connected to the bicentennial that we celebrated last year. Six great books from, from I can't say six, five great books because I'm one of them. So I can't, I can't, I can't be indulgent. <laughs> oh, but from, come on. Go ahead and th- put yeah, it in there um, as one of the sixth. <laughs> but, you know, great writers, the likes of yeah. Alfie and Saad, Christian Cheer, Colleen Goh, Desmond Conn, Gwili Sui, who's coming up shortly. Joshua Ip and some Angmore called Neil Humphreys and Yong Shu Hung. So we've got wonderful, uh, six wonderful books loosely connected to the bicentennial with wonderful illustrations, and we've got two of them coming up. Uh, we're so happy to have Mar- uh, Marie To, who is the illustrator of Some Say a Tapir, one of the books, and Gui Li Sui, uh, who is the author of the book 2719. Welcome to both of you uh, to Money FM Weekend Mornings today. Morning. Morning, Glenn. Great to have you on. And and let's start, ladies, first. Uh, Marie, you illustrated uh, the book, Some Say a Tapir. What what was that experience like for you to uh, – you are a professional illustrator, of course. Um, what was that like for you to, to work with Christine Chua on her book? Yeah. Um, so when I got this uh, brief, I was actually still in London. Um, so I didn't get to meet – like Christine or the team, like personally. Uh, so it was mostly done online. Um, I was mostly liking with SOS actually. Uh, so they were telling me more about uh, her book and the poem. So that was uh, kind of how it started. Uh, I actually didn't know the background of the poem at first. So when I was reading it, I was a little bit confused to be honest. Uh, and then after that, uh, after a lot more discussion, then I kind of understood a, a bit more about the background and was able to kind of uh, visualize the stories uh, in a more uh, visual way. <laughs> well, wonderful. Now, Gui Li Sui, old kaki of mine, the godfather of Singlish in Singapore. Your <laughs> your new book, 2719. What's it about? Well, I, I basically took the idea that Singapore is at least 700 years old in terms of its history, mm. and I flipped it around and imagined it 700 years into the future. And I wanted to write it in the form of a, of a, of a kind of future history where you go step by step and take us from here all the way into the future 700 years later. And um, to kind of depict it in a, in a realistic fashion, not in an overly um, fantastical one, one that makes it a history that is um, a future history that is very much um, um, plausible. And what was the? I, I know you're, I've read it obviously in the style of writing. What were your touchstone key elements that you wanted to include to comment on current society? Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of thought that you know, I mean, Singapore being a kind of um, well multicultural, also uh, well uh, ambitiously open society, um, it will have its own usual questions that will pop up. And I think that these questions that keep popping up are what define our identity. If we talk about something being identity, it is, it is um, aspects that keep returning, haunting us, um, uh, shaping us, um, pushing us in new directions. So I think the kind of issues that we face today, for example, um, with, let's say, um, racism, with uh, um, homophobia and all that, 
I think they will be reinvented in different forms and we deal with openness, you know, being open to different kinds of people and even different kinds of species. So I extended that into um, the future as well. Wonderful. We're talking with uh, Gwili Sui, the author of 2719, and Marie To, the illustrator of Some Say a Tape Here, part of a new six-book series released this week for free by independent publisher Ethos Books. Now, Marie, I wanted to ask you something, because here's a comparison you've never had before. I'm going to compare you to Elton John. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you why, right? Because this week... I just watched for the first time uh, Rocket Man, which I absolutely loved, the the musical of uh, Elton John's life. And I've always been fascinated, as an author myself, the relationship between author and illustrator. And the reason I say that to Elton John is because Elton John is is the musical composer and Bernie Taupin is the lyricist for every song they've ever written together. And they have never been in the same room when they made a song together. He wrote the lyrics in one place and Elton John wrote the music in another. And I think there's a bit of a, a similarity there sometimes between author and illustrator. You said yourself, you wasn't even in Singapore when you got the brief for the job. What is it like being the other side of the creative coin? You know, are there sometimes clashes? Do the authors vehemently agree or disagree? I mean, what is that creative process like for you? That that's a very interesting comparison to begin with. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, I see it more as like a collaboration. Uh, usually, I ha- so far, thank God, I haven't really had like major clashes with uh, like writers and authors uh, that have approached. Um, but I guess usually um, I would read it uh, first, and off the top of my head whatever visuals that first come out, I'll kind of create like a mood board and kind of send it over and say, this is kind of where I'm going with, um, be it like tone, uh, colors, uh, style, and kind of just ask for their opinion. Like, am I going the right track or am I like just completely off? And sometimes I am completely off and then they'll send me a bit more uh, kind of what they had in mind. Mm. Uh, and then we, it, it's, not, it's not really a compromise. It's more really just like trying to understand each other, I guess, because... Maybe I'll say like, oh, you know, when you phrase certain words a certain way, uh, it brings out this certain visual in mind for me and uh, I, it, it might express it better. What do you think? And sometimes sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no. Uh, so it's kind of like, it's really kind of a conversation, I guess. And usually the illustration will uh, hopefully embody that. Uh, so it will look more like a collaboration, more so than like just me fully, you know, um, uh, replicating what has mm. already been written uh, or, or, or me forcing my interpretation onto uh, what is written, yeah. Yeah, we're speaking with uh, Marie To, who is the illustrator of Some Say a Tapir. If you can't marry for love, marry for money, of course, a book by Christine Chua and Gui Li Sui, the author of the book 2719. And Gui, you're, you are often thought of as a graphic artist, a literary critic. You've, you've done, you know, the, the Speaking Singlish books and uh, many, many other types of books. This, this book, 2719, is, um, I, I see it as a departure for you from what you have been kind of traditionally associated with in terms of being a writer. Do you feel that way, first of all? And to to look at this topic of what Singapore would be like 700 years in the future, what, what was your inspiration for uh, for tracking that journey? Mm-hmm. Well, 
I think for me, yes, you're right. You pointed out there's something relatively uh, new in published form. I have written short stories, but I, I don't really kind of bring them out. And in this case, I I, I, um, I tried to do something different. It's a, it's a short story that pretends to look, read like a kind of academic history, um, um, you know, that is following you as you go year by year into the future. Um, and um, I, that, that the, the, the inspiration for me, I guess, is... Um, um, or Love Stapleton, Last and First Man, that book, which I think was a very much strong influence on me um, decades ago. And it kind of like haunted me when I was thinking about this project, how to bring us into the future and not just celebrate you know, 200 years of, of, of history or 700 years of history, but think about the future. And um, when, I, when I do that, the, the, the one thing that keeps bugging me is that if you look at the history, um, there are issues clearly that... that we keep returning to their cycles of power, their cycles of politicking, their cycles of intolerance that that is very much part of who we are here. And uh, this is, I think, quite ironic compared to how Singapore also wants to be this open place, uh, this open society, and, and, and a very forward-looking, futuristic society. And I always wondered, you know, why we never had this uh, science fiction craze um, among writers for a long time. I mean, we do have like thoughts of writing in science fiction, but it never really took off in a big way. And um, I, I think you know, if we are thinking of a country in the world that is futuristic, futuristic enough for us to explore that, uh, it would be Singapore. And so I think I, I, I didn't just want to take the political issues, but also the psychic issues, the social um, hang-ups that we have uh, as a people, um, the, the distrust that we have, and we I can't try to incorporate that in a kind of tight story of sort, not to be not to not too personal, but also rather objective sounding, so that uh, as I said, uh, it sounds plausible. And following up from that, maybe this is a question for both of you, maybe Gui first and, and then Marie. When you look at the six titles, yourself, 2719, uh, Some Say a Tapir, Farquhar, The Bonnie Bonnie Banks yeah. of Singapore, and on mm. Circus 3119, Eight Lyric Essays, uh, Why Our Great Leader Was Not So Great <laughs> and Not Much of a Leader. That sounds contentious. <laughs> I wonder who wrote that. What What do you get when you look great at these six... Leader. Yeah. What you get when you see these six titles uh, is an irreverent, some might say alternative, look at Singapore's history and Singapore's future. Why do you think, we first, that kind of writing is so important, especially now? Uh, especially now, because uh, if we are thinking about looking into the future, we should keep the thing we call history open um, to be able to examine it from many points of views and to take away from it uh, in different forms so that we can uh, shape ourselves and not, his not let history shape us, take charge of history and use it to shape who we want to be as a better people. And Marie? Um, I would say that I agree with Gui a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, you don't sound like Elton John Thank now. Because <laughs> Elton John doesn't agree on anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, okay, uh, to, to be really honest, I, I'm not very familiar with the rest of the book, that's why. Uh, but after hearing what Gui has shared, I, I really do... Uh, see it from, his, uh, from what he has shared a lot clearer. And I think, yeah, he raised a lot of very interesting points, with which I am honestly not very aware of as well. So I'm definitely going to download the book. <laughs> so, and then I'll, I'll be able to share my opinion. <laughs> well, and, and all six of those books are, are downloadable for free 
uh, from Ethos Books, uh, and uh, it's it's a fantastic collection of different views and and ideas uh, to see that. And Gui, if I can just finish off this conversation with you, perhaps you know, as your work as a, a literary critic, where where do you see where do you see Singapore now in terms of its literary development, and and where is it going next? Uh, as as a country, as a as a body of authors and writers who are trying to take Singapore, uh, maybe to a slightly different place than than where it's been in the past. I I I think there was a time for decades that uh, Singaporean literature is very much tied to nation building. Um, we are living in a time when I think it is uh, increasingly loosening, and in that area, in a sense, that writing need not necessarily, uh, and most of them don't have that um, nationalistic uh, interest. Um, but then it has flipped, it seems, to the other side where it seems to have this strong capitalist interest uh, to be wanting to go international, to be able to sell things to the pleasures or to the interests of people writing or reading away outside Singapore. I think that also is a kind of extreme. Uh, I, I see the way forward as we need to find somewhere in the middle uh, as something that defines what we are as Singaporean writers, you know, not being just torn by... Uh, the commercial aspect, but at the same time not being subservient to state interest. Uh, somewhere independent where we can say the things that we feel uh, in our gut is, um, is important and crucial to life, to living, and not necessarily living in Singapore, but to ourselves as individuals. And in that sense, people can identify with our struggles, with our concerns and emotions. Fantastic uh, insight there. Gui Li Sui, the author of the book 2719. And uh, thanks also to Marie To, the illustrator of Some Say a Tapir. Great to have you both on weekend mornings today. And congratulations on your work. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.